Hey, what's up? My name's Ray Stein, and I'm just thinking out loud. guys um well it's been about a week since i've done this but today i wanted to um read to you guys national geographic's guide to the world's supernatural places 
and I bought this book from Barnes and Noble when I was in Colorado for Christmas break and just thought it would be interesting and something I could maybe start a series on in my podcast so yeah let's get right into it okay so right in the beginning we have a picture of the Inca ruins of Machu Picchu in Cusco Peru that's Cusco with a C not a C and an S not what you would think like Cusco from the Emperor's New Groove, you know? Um, it actually looks like a pretty cool place. I really want to go to some of these places. I've already read a little bit ahead. So, yeah. I want to visit some of these places. They, I don't know why, I just do. But anyways, the introduction. <laughs> I almost dropped the book. Mm. From the barren deserts of South Peru. It is not a thinking out loud episode without the host stumbling over her words. Yeah. From the barren deserts of Southern Peru to the dark valleys of Central Europe. Mysterious forces have wreaked havoc, instilled fear, and evoked wonder and awe in people throughout the centuries. For thousands of years, people have reported seeing ghosts, feeling disturbed by malevolent spirits, and being graced by mystical powers. Restless spirits and sinister spirits Restless spirits and sinister legends continue to captivate while lost cities and ancient ruins inspire with their spiritual treasures. Myths and legends replete with heroes are, are as numerous in modern day South America as they were in ancient Greece, and mystical places are widespread. Some are as exhilarating in their natural beauty as Uluru, Iri. Not sure how to pronounce that, actually. Um, Uluru, then in parentheses it says Ayers? Ayers Rock, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Situated in Northern Territory, in the Northern ter- Territory, Australia, others as mysterious in their purpose as the Karnak stones found in Brittany, France, Brittany, France, in defiance of scientific explanation, such supernatural places have fascinated and perplexed in equal measure. Many contemporary indigenous peoples believe that a spiritual realm exists alongside the apparent real world and some including the Wanap- the Wanapum of Northwest America North America Northwest North America believe that journeys can be made back and forth between the two of them. I 
also believe this. Since I believe I believe in ghosts, I think they could a hundred percent be real. Because sometimes and I know this is like sometimes you there will be videos where and I know in videos that it may or may not be a real case, but in videos sometimes there's just no foreseeable explanation. Like you think that there could just be wind, there are no doors open in the video anywhere. And that could as well be a real deal in real life. Like, if a door just swings open by itself, you would think that there's wind, maybe. You would chalk it up to wind. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be logical that way, but if you check around for any open windows or if the wind is even strong enough to do that, and it's not, then it's got to be something else. Like... I don't know, doors just don't open by themselves. But it could be that maybe the door was pushed by something. Like maybe you lightly pushed it or and and you didn't know, I don't know. See, this is why it's unexplainable sometimes. Like what else could make a door move? Besides something physically pushing it, like wind or a human. I don't know, maybe some doors just do open by themselves without anything around. But I typically don't think a door can do that on its own. Anyways, I'm going on a tangent here, so I'm gonna get back to the story. <laughs> Supernatural beings pervade... pervade pervade the beliefs of every culture. Predatory vampires are believed to have inhabited not only ruined castles and chapels, but also quiet villages, remote jungles, and busy cities. I don't know, when it comes to the case of vampires, it's like ghosts, but if the story is so outlandish, that there is no possible way that it could be made up. I don't know, if a story was extremely outlandish, it would only have to be made up sometimes, but sometimes the story is just so outlandish that you don't even think a person could think of these things without having seen them themselves unless they have a really, really, really good imagination. And whether an imagination can be 100% good. Uh, an imaginary... Blah. An imagination can be... Uh, it, it is good, but sometimes, like, with the details of ghost stories, sometimes they just don't seem like things that a person could typically think of sometimes. Back to the story. I'm going on another tangent. Wow. Um, 
the Luguru of Granada, Granada, the Pontianak of Indonesia, and the Shroud-Eating Vampire of Venice are as terrifying as Romania's famed Vlad the Impaler and the legendary Mercy Brown Hungry, hungry for blood and her Rhode Island grave, in, in her Rhode Island grave, in. Ghosts are said to haunt ruined medieval castles across Europe. American cemeteries, the desert lands of South Africa, deserted towns, battle sites, abandoned mental asylums, and islands all over the globe. Although numerous in the American Southwest reported UFO sightings have also been registered as far afield as the Burgoring Valley in Australia and San Clement in Chile. But when it comes when it comes to aliens for me, I don't know if I can believe some of the stories. Like when I think of something possibly that could be alien, I think of there's this one video that I saw and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people have seen it too. But it's like this black ring that goes, that flies above, like, Disneyland or Disney World, some Disney resort. But it's like this black ring, and someone took a video of it. What else... What else could that ring be? I mean, some may just chalk it up to be smoke, but... From what I understand, smoke does not typically do that. Smoke disperses in, like, clouds. It doesn't just form a ring like that to fly over a theme park like Disney. It doesn't do that. And it doesn't stay like that for even, like, more than a second if it does. Anyways... Back to the book. <laughs> this is gonna be a long intro. Hmm. And it's got a lovely little picture of a bird person thing. Um, the painting is The Kiss of the Vampire, 19, painted in 1916. It's an oil painting made by Bullstar Biegas. I'm probably butchering that name. I'm so sorry. And then on the, the, the next page... Jeez Louise, I'm stuttering. On the next page, we have the prehistoric stone circle at Stonehenge, England. There's a picture of that in this book. Where, wherever they are located, be it the Tower of London, England, the Versailles Gardens in France, or Sleepy Hollow in New York. Haunted places are not necessarily evil, because not all ghosts are necessarily evil, of course. They are sites of human tragedy, loss, or some horrifying event that has left the indelible memory. An, indel an indelible mem memory. Now that part, I don't exactly believe. I believe it could be a possibility that a place can become haunted because there was like 
a death or a murder or maybe a suicide happened there but like sometimes there's a ghost in a place and the ghost of the person maybe visited this place once or a few times in their lifetime and became so connected to it that the person did not die there you know like again I say my house is a hundred years old it's probably haunted because it used to be a funeral home so it could just be a place where bodies were at once upon a time Disembodied souls trapped between the material and the spiritual world may haunt places where earthly business needs to be resolved before they can find peace. Such restless wraiths can be spiteful, mischievous, or sorrowful, <laughs> and their negative energy may be felt, seen, or heard. Perhaps they create the atmosphere of the places in which they are said to occur. Or perhaps they have been invented to rationalize a disturbing ambiance. Hauska Castle in the Czech Republic is reputedly built over a hellmouth. <laughs> Bangar Fort in India was abandoned, it is said, because of wi a wizard's curse. Now again, with the how places could be haunted, it could be that they were built. Sometimes they couldn't be. They could be haunted because they're built over some type of burial ground. I think I remember um, once upon a time when I was in elementary school, I read this book about a hospital that was haunted. It's fairly. It's not an old hospital from what I can recall. But it was built over an ancient battlefield, maybe. And maybe they just buried the bodies right there. Right there. But the hospital had a case of an ancient warrior haunting the place. Yeah. Many ancient m momentous... Mo Many ancient monuments seem to have an unearthly atmosphere, possibly because their original purpose has been lost in the mists of time. Visitors report an eerie air among the standing stones at Stonehenge in England. The Moai effigies on Eastern Island. Easter Island. And if you don't know what those are, they're basically the statues that people are trying to figure out how they, the people on Easter Island moved them. And I think there's also a mystery on, like, what happened to those people. Like, was there a disease that killed them all? Did they leave the island for some unknown reason? Who knows? But the Moai effigies on Easter Island in Chile are often said to have a disquieting effect. 
Travelogues tell of a sense of unease around the temple of at Tikal in Guatemala. Some places, such as Mount Shasta in California and Mount Fuji in Japan, seem to be sources of divine power in themselves. Shakespeare's Hamlet famously said to his skeptical friend that there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. And Hamlet could be speaking the truth a little bit here. Whether searching for the answer to a universal mystery, hunting a ghost, or trying to assess the likelihood of a UFO, report being being credible evidence of life in other worlds, which I, I'm not going to lie, I'm on the fence kind of about aliens. I personally don't think, I think there's a possibility that it could be real, but I'm not like 100% because I know it could just be some people's paranoid crap or something. I don't know. But again, the video of the black ring above Disney World, that's kind of unexplainable. So. This book is your ticket to uncharted territory. The realm of the supernatural never fails to intrigue, mystify, and enchant. And the National Geographic Guide to the World's Supernatural Places will introduce you to more than 250 spine-tingling locations. <laughs> Haunted castles, vampire lairs, houses of witchcraft, sacred sites, UFO hotspots, and legendary places of tremendous spiritual power are all to be found within the pages of this extraordinary book. And next up, are some of the stories of the haunted places. The first story is of Edinburgh Castle in Scotland. Now, I've heard of this castle before reading this book. And I'll tell you, here's a little bit of a spoiler alert. But I kind of remember a story of there being a headless drummer boy appearing to this castle. And the headless drummer boy is a, a ghost there. So yeah, seeing as I've read this before, I actually recalled the story before I read it the first time. And I think, I think I heard the name Edinburgh and I was like, I think I've heard this, I think I've heard of this castle before. And the detail of the Headless Drummer Boy just kind of confirmed it. In fact, I may have been terrified by that fact after, because I heard the story first when I was a little teensy-weensy girl, so. A phantom drumbeat haunts the battlements while mournful piping drifts through secret passages. Ooh. And they have a picture of it up above. 
It says, Dusk gathers over the craggy outline of Edinburgh Castle on Castle Rock. And it also says when to visit this castle. Come on a winter afternoon just before sunset when shadows create a sinister atmosphere. So yeah, if you want to go, then go at that time. Perched high on a rock overlooking the city of Edinburgh, this foreboding Scottish stronghold has many supernatural associations. A haloed hound is believed to preside over the castle's entrance, while apparitions of prisoners loom in the dank dud in the dank dungeons, and the ghost of a headless drummer beats a morbid rhythm on the battlements. According to legends, According to legend, this drumbeat warned the Scots of an English attack in 1296 when King Edward of England captured the castle after a three-day siege. It is said that dr the drummer was the first man to be slit from ear to ear by an English sword. First time I heard it, he it completely like chopped off his head, from what I can recall. But, yeah. It says, and it says here, and the ghost of a headless drummer beats a morbid rhythm on the battlements. So they didn't just. If his ghost is headless, they didn't just slit his throat. They completely chopped his head off. In the 17th century, secret tunnels were discovered running from the castle to the city center. So people were just basically like, hey, we need someone to check out these tunnels. See how far they go, see where they go. So, according to legend, a young piper was sent to investigate the tunnels. Playing his pipes so those above could follow his progress below ground. But then, he disappeared without a trace. Some say his pipes can still be heard within the castle as his ghost wanders the passages beneath. My guess is he was down there for maybe a couple days and then possibly died of starvation. If these tunnels are like a labyrinth of some sort but for him to just disappear without a trace no body or anything to be found something else could have happened it's probably the first thing but you gotta consider sometimes the weirder side of everything some say his pipes can still be heard within the castle as its ghost wanders the passages, passages beneath. So he died, obviously, with a minish... A, I don't know what a minish is. With a mission to still be completed. 
So he never got to fulfill this mission, so his ghost is doing it for him. And obviously the ghost is still doing that, and is not able to pass on. In the 17th century, secret tunnels were discovered running from the castle to the city center. Oh, never mind. Um... On the esplanade below the castle, hundreds of so-called witches were burned at the stake in the early 16th century. Among them was Janet Douglas of Late Lady of Glamis, accused of using witchcraft in an attempt to murder King James V? King James V of Scotland. Might be King James the Fifth. I don't know. On walks along the Esplanade, some have claimed to see her screaming in the flames, while others have described a feeling of being scorched by fire. As evening falls over the gray towers, her weeping ghost is said to search for her son, who was sent to watch her horrific death. That kid was scarf scarred for life then. They literally, literally scarred him for life. Next up, believe it or not, is Glamis Castle in Angus, Scotland. Among the cadre of ghosts, at this atmospheric Scottish castle is an earl who gambled with the devil, so to speak. In deepest winter, icy winds blow across the rooftops and howl through the courtyards of Glamis. Glamis Castle. Crow Crows gather here on dry winter days, and at night, a barn owl shrieks in the distance dating back to the 14th century. The castle is the historic seat of the Bows Lion family. This ancestral line of Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother. Numerous ghosts are rumored to wander through its rooms and grounds. It is said that specters tiptoe behind the visitors with the kindest hearts in hope in hope Ugh. it is said that the specters tiptoe behind the visitors with the kindest hearts in hopes of warming their own chilly souls the gray lady considered to be the spirit of lady janet douglas who we know died in Edinburgh Castle and supposedly haunts Edinburgh Castle because she was killed there for being accused accused of witchcraft. Yeah. Has been seen in the chapel and above the clock tower. Dang, Janet Douglas does get around. Not only is she haunting Edinburgh Castle, but also her own castle? How does she haunt 
two places at once. How, do, how does a ghost do that? Maybe in the winter she goes to... Uh, she stays at Glamis and maybe in the summer she haunts Edinburgh. I don't know. Ever searching for her son, she runs like a burning shroud up the stone staircase, then disappears leaving a trail of ash. Because she was burned for being accused of witchcraft which was possibly just all hysteria a woman with no tongue is reputed to run through the parkland pointing at her mutilated face in, face in horror while a young boy the ghost of a black servant who was badly treated in the 18th century haunts a stone seat by the door of the queen's bedroom. This poor African-American child. Just... He died of mis mistreatment. Maybe. Don't know actually how he died, but he was mistreated poorly. One of the most notorious ghosts is Earl Bertie, the Earl of Crawford, once a castle guest, guest. After a heavy drinking session, he returned to his room in a drunken rage, demanding that someone play him at cards. If not, he said, he would play the devil himself. Then, a man hooded and dressed in black, knocked on the castle door and offered to play with Bertie. Allegedly, a nosy servant peeping through the keyhole of the door where the game took place was blinded in one eye by a bright light. And the next morning, Earl Bertie had disappeared. It is said that his ghost still lurks in a secret room and reports of swearing, loud voices, the rattle of dice, and clinking glasses are evidence of his pact to gamble with the devil for eternity. Alright, that was two of the stories from National Geographic's Guide to the World's Supernatural Places, and this book was written by Sarah Bartlett. And I will be reading more on future episodes. So I'm not... I'm not going to... If you guys want to go out and get the book for yourselves, I 100% would not stop you from doing that. It's a really interesting book if you're interested in that type of stuff. Not only does it have haunted places, but it also has UFO sites, sacred sites, places of legendary spiritual power, vampire layers, witchcraft areas. It has tons of sites for everyone. 
not if you're like if you're not really into the whole haunted places thing it has other sites that you could read about if you're like interested in vampires or if you're interested in just like this overall spiritual power of a place or if you're interested in witchcraft like learning about the history of it or maybe if you're a supernatural alien UFO sighting fan but anyways that's all for today I want you guys to have a great day a great life and I'll see you next time stay safe out there bye